Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Welcome to Stance for Health. This is the Hope Lady, Karen Sebastian Worth, longevity coach and a bunch of other stuff. And I'm so excited to be here with Dr. Rodney and we're talking about one of my favorite topics gratitude. We're going to talk about how you can rewire your brain by choosing gratitude. And so what are you grateful for, Doc? I am grateful. And yet at the same time, I'm challenged and humbled by this topic Yeah, because of how far reaching it is. It's like God knows this. And somehow there's almost this part of us that, that fights this. You know, you're absolutely right. I would give you an example of that. Sure, sure, sure. We flew in last night from a wonderful conference, and we got on the first plane was delayed, and then that one was okay. Even though it was two passes, the plane wasn't out of the way, so we had to go back around Atlanta and then land. And then we get to our, we ate our dinner and then ate to, went to our gate. And the gate agent seemed abrasive, much more than you normally experience with Southwest. You know, she was just like letting people know this is the way it is and da, 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 da. And I will tell you, and you know, it's kind of like, and this, this crowd is milling around. We have a whole soccer team that's just over there goofing off and screaming babies, everything. It was so interesting that we were very back of the line because I forgot to check in within the time limits. And so just before getting on the plane, I recognized this was the same lady that was standing by the door to get into the plane. I just said to her, thank you for working today. And it took her back. I you said, could see her soften or melt as a result yes. of the statement. I actually got to walk by her after she said it. <laughs> it's a little bit like stepping on a snake, waking it up, and then... But it's just, this was the other way around. Mm -hmm. You know, it actually yeah. calmed the snake that was about to Something bite Something happened biting. inside her brain. Yeah. That, you know, there was less stress. Someone noticed and, and took note of that. And she I, was thankful for you. Yeah. 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 Thankful for and that there statement. were a total of 169 people that had walked by. There were probably 150 had walked by, and none of them took the opportunity to thank someone for making possible their journey home. Mm -hmm. And I think that we live in that kind of society. And so we're talking, we're on this topic because Thursday in the United States, we celebrate a day called Thanksgiving. As we began to do this research, though, it shows incredible results from living with uh, the practice of gratitude. So that's what we want to delve into in this podcast. So how do you define gratitude, Doc? I really think of it 
or used to think of it more as an emotion rather than an actual place in the brain or things that you that it was like utilizing your brain to be thankful but i i look at i i look at gratitude as more of a fleeting thing or something that just happens every once in a while oh so if i feel grateful i'm going to express it that like that yeah but the choice to be grateful is what we're talking or, or about. Or being habitually grateful. Yes, making it a habit. I think that as the hope lady with the habit of positivity versus the negative that I've gotten in the practice of, because I remember even saying to you, that lady doesn't seem like the regular Southwest employee because they're usually very friendly and, and seem to be having a good time. I wouldn't have wanted to be in her position. So I, I get it. But it's n not a fleeting emotion only. Although it does affect the emotion, it can become a stable trait where we become grateful people. And I think that sense of appreciation really moves us forward. Because like you said, just that one simple thing, and I asked her, has no one else has said that today to you, have they? And it was late. <laughs> it was late at night, which is part of why everybody. So was lots cranky. of opportunities yes, for people to be not grateful. Not one for person wow. had done that, but yet it uh, it was a change in her, and of course I was tickled. I, I changed that uh, that judgment of her. And so that's what I want to talk about. What's happening inside the brain when I choose to thank that person who was grumpy? So the parts of the brain that actually light up in functional brain MRIs are the cingulate gyrus, or the, I'm sorry, the anterior, Period. which means that there's the front side of it. In other words, there's a front side and a back side of this of, of this gyrus and it's located if you're looking at the brain stem almost like you're looking at a piece of broccoli or cauliflower that the stem of the of the broccoli or cauliflower is your brain stem and then just above that up in here is where the two hemispheres unite and communicate well developed or thought to be more well-developed in women, but then you get up here and that's where that's the cingulate gyrus and that actually lights up. And what are some of the things that you can expect the cingulate gyrus to, how it actually functions? But before you even say that, you have to go, well, what higher brain functions actually being stimulated? And it's the medial prefrontal cortex. So in other words, here, if you're looking at the two parts of the brain divided, there's an outer part of it, the lateral, prefrontal cortex, and then more, as you go more midline toward the forehead, that's where the medial prefrontal cortex is, right above where you smell, actually where you, the sense of smell and the olfactory bulb. Isn't that interesting? Those are the things that light up in gratefulness. Wow. So when you, I, I'm excited about this. Me too. So the thing that because some of you that are listening, you know people that have to overcome certain things. Like maybe let's let's say we're talking about addiction. You have to, get, and one of the things that you do to actually light up the parts of the brain, you actually want higher brain function to dominate. You you want it to override 
some of the fear centers, like let's say just for instance, the amygdala, the thalamus, or even the hippocampus, if what we're really talking about is the limbic system, right? This actually gives the medial prefrontal cortex, when it's properly stimulated and you're stimulating it with gratefulness, it overrides those areas. Oh, but it, wow. but in the limbic system, those are overriding. You just go straight to the limbic system. So last night, that crowd of people were really governed by their limbic, weren't they? Well, actually, <laughs> yes. But what I'm, what you, what I thought when you said that we, what I thought you were going to say was that 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 flight attendant or the the lady that's working for Southwest was being governed by the limbic system. Got it, because she was getting bombarded with unhappy people because they we want to know what's happening why is it late there's no bad weather they wanted to get home and so that is so cool now that anterior cingulate cortex then tell us more about that one oh it, this so since we're talking about the the, the, the cortices of the brain there's the frontal and there's the par- parietal and occipital this is just below that if you just count if you Three, this three-pound brain, it's the it's the lower one third of that, just above the the corpus callosum, right? That that connection, ah, the, the one place, that connects the right, the right. two hemispheres. Okay. So okay. here's this big long gyrus or concentration of neurons, right? And it has all of these different, it has eight different functions of this cingulate cortex, right? Let's just say, I mean, we don't want to go into a ton of detail necessarily, but you get best, but just consider what gratitude is doing. Emotional expression. Wow. Emotional awareness. awareness. In other words, emotional yeah. intelligence, right? Yeah. What about decision making? This actually suggests that when you're grateful, you'll actually make better decisions. I agree. Yeah. I agree. What about pain management? Can you, Whoa. can you imagine being more grateful and feeling less pain as opposed to being bitter, angry, resentment. resentful? Is that the opposite? Would you say resentment is the opposite of gratitude? You could say that, I think, yeah. Wow. Or bitterness, yeah. Oh, bitterness, yeah. Roots of bitterness literally take shape mm-hmm. in the brain. Mm-hmm. They actually become like dead zones and mm-hmm. tangled. What about attention allocation? attention to the right thing yes to the positive versus the negative right so the the things that tend to fire together will tend to wire together so when you become grateful and you and you intentionally are grateful you then you tend to be more aware of those same reasons to be grateful in other ways and connect with other reasons to be grateful firing off more inhibition of pain firing off better attention firing off better emotional expression. Mm -hmm. In other words, that feeling of gratitude then follows Mm -hmm. the habit of gratitude. Oh my goodness, this is powerful. Yeah, yeah. This is powerful. So anticipation, that it's almost like being the hope lady. (laughs) Looking forward to something good, yes. So that's the thing, I'm like, how do you do that, Karen? And and (laughs) so every day, here's, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Error detection. In oh, other words, so something's not right here. Let's correct it. It's almost like a gut instinct that yeah. says something's not right. Yeah. I wonder if it actually ties into those hundred million neurons that are located in your gut. I wonder if there's a, a vagal 
ventral vagal yeah. branch that, that connects yeah. to this. Well, looking around that waiting area, I was just praying for people. There was a young lady sitting directly across from us that something not good was going on with her. And I saw another lady that was in, in full uniform, combat um, uniform, military, and she just looked so tired. And so on their faces were reflected whatever they were feeling. We don't know what kind of travel they had been through. But I just think that awareness of someone else is what can spark in us gratitude. Wow. That just made me think of how how different it could have been if this person had had fostered gratefulness before they made all these announcements. Ooh, that's right? a good point. She could have posit- more positively affected 170 people's lives, including a soldier who appeared to be like a medical doctor in the, in the Army. Yeah. It was a major. She had had some rank, but she looked exhausted she and did. distressed. And, she did. Um, so it could have been a different scenario for her. Could have given her some hope. Could have yeah. given her a reason to yeah. to um, to fear less mm-hmm. or have a, a mm-hmm. diminished sense of threat rather than an increased yeah. Uh, yeah. sense of threat. And by the way, that is something that the vagus nerve does have control over, is mm. that you can have the two higher branches firing off okay but you get to the guttural response or the ventral portion oh, of yeah, it oh yeah it's just that and it's autonomic and there can be a stop there can be stoppage there yeah, yeah yeah and that so this actually helps to alleviate that higher brain function tends to then suppress the autonomic dysfunction wow. or distress or wow. disease yes so gratefulness has a tendency to do that so Getting that, getting down to this, it, it, I'm reiterating in my mind what gratefulness is more than an emotion. It's a practice. Yes, and it and something that you do that brings about, and the part of this done is this in this this anterior cingulate cortex, but there's also an increase in serotonin. Mm. What I did increased my serotonin and got her serotonin going higher. Well, that's the happiness hormone. And I wasn't doing it for that. I did really feel that in my heart because I was thinking, I'm really glad to be able to go home and <laughs> to not have to spend the night in Atlanta because I've done plenty of that when there's been bad weather. But that is something that they've researched that it's actually a serotonin boost mm-hmm. in the anterior cingulate cortex. So the other one, that's less fleeting. Serotonin mm-hmm. is less less fleeting and and more long lasting. the The other one is increased dopamine, which is pleasure. Right. There's and and that might be what I'm associating with the sense of gratefulness mm-hmm. is dopamine. Mm-hmm. Well, or maybe a lot of people are doing that because they're gonna. On Turkey Day, they're going here in the U.S. They're going to be eating a lot of sugar, <laughs> a lot of carbs. But that neurotransmitter is reward and motivation, and and that surge gives that natural high. Mm-hmm. So who knew that you don't have to eat all that all those sweets? You can actually do it by expressing gratitude with those positive emotions. Now that there's another part in the brain, which is the medial prefrontal cortex. So tell us more about that part, Doc. Structure tends to follow function. In other words, if I 
if I actually use my prefrontal cortex through the act of gratefulness or thankfulness, then those that prefrontal cort medial prefrontal cortex then tends to get more blood flow and more priority in the brain because it's actually being utilized. But you found some research that actually suggests how that's not merely an emotion or a, a passing thought. It was fascinating research, Doc. It, they had two groups. One was supposed to feel grateful and think about it. The second was supposed to express it out loud and record it as if they were telling the person what they were grateful for. And so that lit up that medial prefrontal cortex. And other research was done by John Templeton Foundation. And out of 90 people, only 52% of women and 44% of men regularly expressed their gratitude, like me. Saying maybe those people were feeling it. They were thinking, I'm grateful, but something happened in my prefrontal cortex that I spoke to that lady and she responded. Now, here's another one. The another research by NeuroImage is they did a gratitude intervention. And so they had tw people write a letter expressing gratitude to someone. They spent 20 minutes doing that. Then the next activity was they gave them money to give away. And the people that had written the thank you lit up more and the ones that were more generous had more response as well. So I just think that what this is telling us is that this is a decision that you can make every day. In fact, we do that on a pretty regular basis. Maybe we need to do it more, but we talk about what's the best thing that happened today? What are you most grateful for? That's something that I really love when there are practical ways that I can make this a part of my life. This is a decision. So it is a stance that you have to take. It that, that way it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy this and cha it challenges me mm -hmm. because it's not just dopamine. It's, it's actually being grateful by telling someone what I'm grateful for and giving them the, the meat of it. Here, here's, here's the actuality of it. Here's an example. Doc, I am grateful for how much loving care you expressed to the little ones that came to our clinic today. And you took the time to talk to each of those little guys already as a person, not just glossing over what their needs were you met them, made eye contact, and they walked out feeling better. How's that feel? Thank you for that. <laughs> and I am grateful. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna get for, the here's, here's, here's Karen, <laughs> the hope lady, who's had this illustrious career in corporate training. And being a mom and being a pastor and being a, a, a pastor of a church and a pastor of women. And she like encourages me to do the thing that she just said that she was grateful for. <laughs> and we open up a clinic and she didn't know what she was getting herself into. And yet she, you have taken on all of the hats that are necessary to, to make this work, to help people to 
to, to feel and function better as Thank a result you. of their experience with you. You're part of being the stance office manager and so much more. I'm so grateful for this opportunity that we have. So did you see that? It's just like with honoring, you want to be specific. So as you gather around the table, make a list of what you're grateful for. Everyone can go around and say something they're grateful for. Most people will say the food, the shelter, the family that we're together. I want to challenge you to take it to the next level. And that next level is to say what you're grateful for specifically in each person that is at that table. And that decision in the medial Medial prefrontal cortex, cortex, so it's not surface, it's in the middle, is going to light up the, what's the other one? Anterior. Not not just the, yeah, the, the anterior cingulate gyrus. Don't you love it? I know we've thrown a lot of turns at you, but I want to tell you that to everyone who's listening, we are grateful. You could listen to any other podcast. You could take the time to do anything else, but you chose to listen to this. So we're grateful. And to our stance patients, I want to tell you that there is no greater honor than serving you and seeing you decide We have one special patient who, partner, who has decided that he is going to be our poster child. And you know your name, I won't embarrass you, but I just wanna tell you that I so honor and am grateful for your response to the suggestions that we make to improve health, particularly around diet and exercise, and you just embrace them and do them. And wow, I get emotional because it's going to give you a better quality of life. It is already. So it seems like this is a a good place to end it today. Until next time, we want to encourage you through things like this, activities like this, habits that you can make so that you become more aware of gratefulness so that you can find other ways to take your your stance for for health. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining us at Stance for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.